is Autumn Odine. And this is Hannah Overby. And we want to welcome you to the second episode of season two of Raise Your Standards podcast. So this week we'll be sharing about eating healthy, what that looks like, maybe some challenges or different things we've encountered while dealing with that. And so we'll get started. But Hannah, what does eating healthy mean to you? Yeah. She is eating some dried mangoes. (laughs) Those things are so good though. Trader Joe's, man. Trader Joe's, man, these things have a lot of sugar in them though, but they're really good. Um, what does eating healthy yeah. mean to me? I mean, as I've gotten older, I know I'm not old. I'm 24. Let's be real. We're very young. But going from, I think, in college to now, and even like from being, you know, a high schooler to college to now, I've realized like my body does not respond the same as it used to, to all of these like different sweets and different things that maybe aren't necessarily healthy. And I tend to notice more when I am putting like good fuel in my body. Um, so eating healthy is just a way for me to really like gain more energy and to enjoy, like wake up and be excited about, you know, my day and what I'm doing. Um, and it just, I don't know, it makes me feel really good when I eat healthy and I'm not, I of course don't eat healthy all the time, but I just really do enjoy it when I do. Um, so Autumn, what does eating healthy mean to you? So eating healthy to me means following patterns, not too much and not too little. And then just really responding to my body and what it needs. So I think one thing is just if I'm doing a lot of activity and getting more hungry, then I need to fuel it. And that means not reaching for a sugary carb snack that is not going to actually fuel me, but reaching for something that uh, is more sustainable, whether it's nuts and apple and peanut butter, uh, just different things that are able to boost my energy. So one of the biggest things I've noticed is I lived in Minnesota growing up, obviously, and then moved to California. And when I was there, I had access to the free Google food, which is great, but also it's there all the time. However, my I was in the salad bar building. And so that was something I would eat uh, every day for lunch and then have like press juice. And this sounds like very entitled and everything. But once I was uh, moved back and out of Google, I had to step back and be like, okay, what am I going to eat every day? And I had learned while being there that my body and energy level just feels so much better when I'm not eating uh, whether it's like fast food or just other food that runs me down. So I think whether you don't have to eat salads, but it can be a really good way in refreshing what to fuel you. Um, but uh, what, yes, what have been your thoughts, Hannah? <laughs> well, I would just like to say before we start, I mean, we've already kind of started, but before we talk more about eating healthy, is eating healthy is so individualized to like you and your body and your metabolism where eating healthy for me is not going to look like eating healthy for you. Yeah. Uh, so, and I can speak to me personally where my body type um, combined with the fact that I really like running and I have a lot of energy kind of, you know, naturally means that I tend to eat a lot of carbs and I tend to need to eat, like make myself eat a lot more food. So I'll eat less of carbs, I'll eat protein shakes. I try to like really make myself eat multiple snacks every single day. So as opposed to say like a traditional diet where maybe the goal is to lose weight, generally my goal is to maintain or gain weight. And that will like factor into what I eat and make it look a little bit different than what somebody else eats. And that doesn't make it 
good or bad. It just means like, oh, I know my body. And I know for me, I need to eat more carbs just to like sustain a kind of like a healthy weight and a healthy lifestyle. And for you, it might look a little Mm. bit different. So, and that's something I feel like we need to talk about too, where when you are eating healthy, right, that's going to look different person to person. And of course there are some principles that I think across the board probably, you know, stand like maybe don't eat a bunch of fast food and don't eat a ton of sugar, but the actual like, combination of the food you eat beyond that um, is going to be very individualized. So like you and your metabolism and your goals. Yeah, totally. And that's actually something good to point out. Cause if you're trying to gain muscle or lose weight, gain weight, it's going to look completely different. So that's a good call out. And also my body has changed a lot too since high school and I was doing track and I could eat basically anything I wanted versus now I definitely still work out and have consistency with that, but, uh, I eat way differently than I did in high school. So one of those biggest challenges for me has been having a dairy allergy and milk allergy. So I've had to completely change and overhaul my diet, which has been kind of annoying, but, uh, something where I struggled a lot with last year is because I didn't know I was allergic to milk, but it would constantly cause me issues. So people would be like, okay, let's go out or like get cheese curds or get ice cream. And it's like, okay, yeah. But then I would have that stuff and it would just make me feel so down and tired and crappy. And especially for dairy for me, it made me feel extremely tired and I would want to pass out right after eating it. So, um, that was super hard with me, um, and having those challenges because it made me not want to eat. Um, so that was something I struggled with a lot just last summer and, uh, especially with COVID and everything, just not, I was living alone and didn't want to make myself these nice meals and have no one to eat with. And so it was just kind of a super hard season of figuring out my body and what it needs, um, but still maintaining and eating enough. Cause I think that was my problem is I wasn't eating enough. And I was like, Oh, well to eat healthy, I have to eat less, but that wasn't true. I actually should have been eating more to keep up my metabolism. So, um, that's something I've struggled with. And additionally, just being in a rush to get somewhere and grabbing something on the go. It's like, well, if you can take time to prep things ahead of time, that's going to save you time, um, when you are in a rush. Yeah. So can we actually talk about that where I think for a lot of people, it's hard to figure out how much to eat or what to eat. Um, so how have you really kind of figured that out for yourself? Yeah, I think honestly, one of the really poor habits I had was tracking my calories. So that would cause me a lot of stress. I'm someone who likes to control certain situations or things. And that's something I've had to kind of give up. Um, So now I think the biggest thing for me is just having consistency and I've made huge strides and improvements, but whether it's just trying to eat the same thing for breakfast every day. So, um, I've been making eggs a lot. So like eggs and you can have avocado or I love mini bagels too, because I love, I tend to love carbs, but I know if I eat too much, it doesn't work super well with my body. So having those like a mini version has been really good. Um, And then just also, I think, um, working out naturally makes me hungrier. So then I know like, okay, it's time to eat. Um, cause when I don't work out it, I could probably go more hours without eating, but that's not healthy either. So I try to eat between when I wake up. So like 8 AM to like, I don't know, 8 PM roughly. Um, and then if I'm hungry after that, I'll eat like a rice 
cake or something that's maybe a little healthier. Or honestly, one of the best pieces of advice I ever learned in college was from a psychology professor. And she said, if you're hungry, eat an apple. If you're still hungry, you're actually hungry. If not, then you know that you were just craving something. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's great advice. But I've actually taken that to heart. So I'll reach for like an apple or apple and peanut butter. So and we know Hannah loves her apple and peanut butter. <laughs> apple and peanut butter. I eat, here's the thing. I eat one for breakfast every day. I probably eat one or so for a snack every day. It is my favorite mm-hmm. go-to thing. It just warms my heart. I love apple yeah. and peanut butter so much. Yeah. And also one thing I've learned too is front loading your eating. So I know a lot of people are in a rush and don't love breakfast. And again, your body type and you'll have to figure out what works best for you. But for me personally, one thing I've learned is if I eat a bigger breakfast in the morning, I'm less likely to eat more later in the day. And I end up working off those calories and carbs earlier on. So uh, one thing that I didn't do well last year was I would eat a very small lunch and by dinner, then I would be super hungry. So something I've tried to do now is eat a bigger ish breakfast, like the two eggs and toast or something, and then eat either leftovers for lunch or, um, a salad with chicken and fruit and making it not just like lettuce and chicken and dressing, because that's not going to be sustainable. Um, so really just listening to my body and that's, probably the biggest thing that's really helped me is if my body is hungry, then feed it something, but try and feed it something healthy. Yeah. And that's kind of, so I've never really had issues um, or really had a massive desire to go on a diet or to kind of change my eating habits super drastically uh, or like be really strict about it. And that just personally works for me a little bit better. Um, So for me, I, the philosophy I live by is if I'm hungry, I eat. And when I'm full, I stop I like, I stop eating. And that means like, if I'm going to eat half of a sandwich one day and I'm full after that, I'm not going to force myself to finish the sandwich. Um, or if I happen to be really hungry, I'm going to go get myself food. And so far, so far, so good. And then on top of that too, I do kind of tend to like try to make small systemic changes to my diet. If I'm going to try to change anything, uh, like starting in college, I used to put a bunch of sugar in my coffee and then, you know, at the, by the end of college, I put no sugar in my coffee. And now even when I go and I eat out, um, well, get coffee other places, I tend to just order like a black coffee with half and half. And it's like these small systemic changes where since I drink a lot of coffee, that means I'm, you know, not getting all of that sugar. And I really do like coffee without sugar. So that works out well for me. Or instead of buying candy now, I buy dried mangoes. Um, and making these like small sustainable changes. So it's not like I'm shocked or my system is like, oh man, you can now no longer eat like your favorite food. Um, just like cutting things out little by little has honestly in my diet and my life, like produced like bigger changes, you know? Um, and then also to finding foods that I think you think are really tasty that are also healthy. Like for Mm -hmm. example, for me, I really want to gain muscle, right. And to like have after my workouts, have something that's going to fuel me. And a lot of people do that do like protein, which is awesome. And that's what I was trying to do, just buying like a bucket of whey protein powder. But even though it was cheap and it was technically protein, I didn't like it. So I didn't drink it Um, versus now I know, okay, one of my dietary goals is like, I want to, you know, drink protein after every single time, like after I work out. Right. So then I found these protein shakes that still don't have any sugar are still just protein, but they taste really good to me. So I'll drink that. So like prioritizing to what you'll actually eat and not what you think you should be eating um, really makes a difference. 
That's good. Actually, that's something I didn't even think about because you just start living life and then you're like, oh, that actually is a good habit. But I think similar to Hannah, I just drink black coffee. But if that's not something that you like and you like to have something else in your coffee, then I think finding uh, creamers or something that's more natural. So whether that's um, almond milk or coconut milk, um, just adding something else in or maybe just even regular milk and too. I, mean, I put yeah. I put half and half in my coffee and that's yeah. how I like to drink it. It's just no sugar. Um, right. So. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Um, and then also something that's really helped me too is I wouldn't say meal prepping, but just planning ahead, whether it's planning out my grocery list ahead of time and sticking to that when I'm at the store and not going grocery shopping while you're hungry. That's like, everyone knows that, but that's a good idea. Um, and then to the biggest thing with me and my allergy and restrictions is I tend to make a lot more meals at home, which is actually probably healthier anyways, but similar to Hannah, it's like, I don't want to cut out all these foods that I like. And unfortunately I had to cut out dairy, but now I'm finding alternatives, whether it's like uh, different types of vegan cheese or other vegan options. Um, too, if I do eat out now, instead of just getting like a burger, I'll try and get a veggie burger or something else, um, to switch it up. And I've taught myself to like seafood now, which has really helped, I think, but it definitely took a lot of time. <clears throat> so if you don't like seafood, start with, I don't know, like a California roll or something. Or also to just start with ways to make the meals you do like slightly more healthy. Like recently this past year, I switched to only buying whole wheat pasta. And that's a way for me to be like, okay, I already like, you know, eating pasta and stuff, but how can I make it a little bit more sustainable? So I made a whole wheat pasta and that, that wasn't a big change. It makes my meals taste pretty much the same, but now they're slightly healthier. Another tip too, Mm -hmm. that I've learned um, besides everything Autumn said about planning your meals out ahead of time, knowing what you're going to eat on what days, at least vaguely. And that's helped me a ton too, is, uh, just have at least one meal that, you know, is good that, you know, that you like, um, on hand kind of at your house or at your apartment that you can make really easily, because of course you might have this amazing, you know, meal prepped week and know what you're going to eat every single day, but one day you might not just, you might not be feeling it that day. And that's completely fine. So for me knowing, oh, well, I have this one really good dish and I always keep all the ingredients for it and I can make it really fast helps me Um, If I'm ever tempted to eat out or to do something else, I'm like, no, no, I have an alternate thing here that I really do enjoy eating. So that way I can just really quickly switch. So you're not like locked in to your super rigid schedule um, when it comes to eating food. Yeah, that's really good. And I think too, kind of going back to that, I tried to have at least one or two meals a week where I prep them knowing that okay, I'm going to have leftovers or other things are going to come up. And oatmeal is also great. I love having that as a go-to breakfast or snack. Um, And then a resource that I really like is called Budget Bites. So going back to our last episode, being able to financially just plan out and budget more, Budget Bites will give you the breakdown of how much that meal will cost. So you'll be able to uh, figure out how much um, those ingredients will cost of course, it might be a little different based on where you go grocery shopping, um, but it'll be a good breakdown. And then also, I really like it because it can sort out dairy-free recipes. But if you, for some reason, have a gluten-free allergy or certain things, it's super great for that and just great for anyone who likes to cook and super um, easy steps to follow through on. And 
I personally love, uh, I have an instant pot here at the apartment. It's Michelle's, but I use it <laughs> and it's so, so easy to start things. And I think over the past year, that's been the biggest and easiest way for me to plan out meals and to know it's going to be quick. Um, and to just budget out time in your schedule, whether it's an hour, one night a week, I feel like that's something people can commit to. And, uh, also being able to freeze meat, that's something I didn't know how to do. I mean, it's easy, but I just never thought to do it. And it saved me money being able to freeze my food too. Yeah. So those are probably my biggest tips for eating healthy and hand sips. But I think the thing is just start somewhere and make those little changes. And two, uh, whether it's like you really like peanut butter and jelly, well, you can get natural peanut butter and the jelly that doesn't have as many sugars or preservatives and add, added things to it. So uh, I personally love Trader Joe's. Hannah loves Trader Joe's. Go shop at Trader Joe's. We're not sponsored, but just really happen to love Trader Joe's. So Well, okay. Here's, here's the Trader Joe's thing. I, my heart, I am deep down a Walmart girl. I love Walmart, but there just aren't really? any night. I do. I like, there just aren't any nice ones in the Bay area and Trader Joe's happens to be the cheapest grocery store that you can go get good food at. Um, so that's why I chose. I do love Trader Joe's now. Like everything I eat is from Trader Joe's, but initially I was a yeah. Walmart person. Wow. I, Walmart. Ugh, I don't know. I don't love Walmart. Okay. Recently though, to go on the other side of that target they have this i mean a lot of grocery stores do but it's helped me with my schedule is having the drive up so you can order things ahead of time on their app and then just drive up and they'll just put it in your car for you and then you drive off and it's like you didn't even have to go into the grocery store to shop and oh and that way you don't buy extra things more. yeah no it's, it's honestly been so when i had foot surgery and stuff i'm starting to recover now but it was the easiest thing because my parents they don't know what I eat. And so I had to order it ahead of time. And then we just drove up and picked it up and super easy. So, um, and it will save you time too. So I don't know, I go to the gym and then I'll order my food on there and then just drive over after the gym. So love it. Good tip. So takeaways for me would be to take time to develop a grocery list. So I'll try and add one to our site of what I currently have. Um, and then we'll link to budget bites, which is, a place to find great recipes and then second would be to get an instant pot so love them all day long through and through love the instant pot <laughs> do you have one I think my takeaway for this and this is a takeaway I think for lots of areas in your life is don't compare your budget or not your budget your diet to somebody else's and what you can eat to what mm -hmm. somebody else can eat and I think that that's where people get thrown off so much is they are like, oh, I should be eating less carbs or I should be eating more fat or I should be eating whatever it happens to be because that's what my friends are eating or that's what people tell me I need to eat to be healthy. And at the end of the day, right, like, again, there are some, you know, pretty basic principles um, for health, but don't compare your needs and your dietary needs to somebody else's and just, you know, like do what works best and what makes you healthier. And don't, don't be looking over at your friends and being like, oh, why are they doing that? And I should eat more salads or I should eat less salads or I should, you know, do whatever. I think that'll just wind up freaking you out a lot and getting you to think too much about uh, like other things yeah. as opposed to how can I make small healthy changes for me and my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. No, that's great too. I think that was something I 
had struggled with. So just not comparing and being able to make changes, healthy changes to things you already are eating. So, and you don't need to eat salad to be healthy. So there you go. Um, so with that, we will close. But if you like this podcast, please re- leave a review and subscribe. You can find us on all podcasting platforms now. We have Instagram. So feel free to follow us at Raise Your Standards Podcast. And then our personal Instagram accounts are Autumn Dean and then Hannah underscore Overbeat. And we hope you enjoyed this episode and season two and how to raise your standards.